Bokar Tov, we are in Mizmor Ayin Tet, that is 79. So we're, we're, getting, we're working our way through. This Mizmor, there's going to be a question at the, at the opening of the Mizmor. It's a Mizmor about the destruction of the Beit Mikdash and the pleas of, Boreo, of the Jewish people for Borei Olam to have mercy on them. And the number one question that you will see is why is it then called the Mizmor? It's, it should be more like a... Mizmor is like a song. Yes. Mizmor is something happy. Why is it called a Mizmor? So Rashi says, Mau Mizmor, Valokinahu. Why is it Mizmor? It seems more like a... a what's a kina? Like a, a, a song of crying, of uh, over uh, mourning. Desperation. Yeah. Is so what's the happy element of all of the suffering and the destruction here? Because it says that God destroyed Zion, He destroyed Yerushalayim. And He didn't destroy His people. And despite the fact that God may destroy sometimes the place where we live, we will always be, we will always be around. He will never destroy His children. And there is a certain element of joy in the fact that his children will always be left alive, okay? So Mizmor Asaf, a psalm by Asaf. Elohim ba'u goim benachalatecha, God, the so goim have come. David who wrote this. I've had, I had this discussion with Rai Maruf this past week about the authorship. It's not, look, even the Gemarot say that there are multiple authors for the Tehillim. You know, there are various people who, maybe David was the one who started it and did most of them. Um, he didn't see the destruction yes. of the Beit Hamikdash either, yeah, right? exactly. let alone build it. So, so sometimes they say David said it bin Sometimes Mizmor le Asaf could be for Asaf as opposed to by Asaf. So maybe it was David writing it for Asaf, who was one of the well-known Levi'im. I don't know, but but I think the peshat is that there are multiple authors, and then. It was David who started the Tehillim, and, and, and then maybe somebody else's Tehillim also made it into the book, and then at some point it was categorized uh, and made into the book of Tanakh. Okay, mm-hmm. the Goyim have come to your portion, meaning to Yerushalayim or to Israel, and they've made your holy abode impure, and they put Yerushalayim to mounds. What does it mean, Leiim? Le'im would be like a, a gal avanim. Gal avanim was, would be like a mound of stones. Meaning they, they destroyed it to rubble. That's what it means, le'im. Pasuk bet, natenu et nivlat abadecha ma'achal le'of ha'shamayim besar chasidecha lechaito aretz. They gave the, the, the uh, corpses of your servants, they gave it to the, as, as food for the birds of the heaven and as meat, the, the flesh of your of your righteous they wow. gave to the animals of the land. They spilled their blood like water around Yerushalayim and there was nobody there to bury them. Yeah, this is uh, not so far off from the way the Goyim, especially the Goyim, conduct their battles. They spill blood, they, no, no, no care for the deceased, no respect for the deceased, no nothing. We were shameful to our enemies. We became ashamed to our enemies. And they would mock us and they would uh, tell stories of us 
negative stories, of course, those who were around us. I mean, the people who are around us, are they, they, they see us as some weird uh, or, or, uh, or of an entity worthy of being mocked and spoken ill of. God, how long will you forever be in anger? Will your, will your jealousy. jealousy be, be uh, uh, fuming with fire? Shifuch, instead of using your anger against us, Hashem, Pasukvav, Shifuch Hamat Echaila Goim, Asher Loyidaucha. Please pour your anger instead of onto us, pour it onto the nations that do not know you. And on the on the kingships that they do not call out in your name. That's a, nice, that's a very nice way Yeah, to exactly. And we're not even asking you to turn off Whoa. your anger, just yeah. uh, this Displace it to somewhere else. Pasuk Zayin. Ki achalet Yaakov et naveu heshamu. For he has consumed Yaakov and he has destroyed their living places. Yeah, let me see how this... Um, they, they, and laid waste his dwelling place. Yeah. And they've laid... So maybe the achal, meaning the question on this Pasuk is who is the actor? Yeah. Who is doing the consuming? So it's probably referring to the enemies. Right? They, have, they have consumed Yaakov and they have destroyed his dwelling place, meaning Yerushalayim. Please, God, do not remember for us the sins of the early ones. Let your mercy uh, come out in front. Let your mercy be prominent. For we have become very withered and weak. Please help us, the God of our salvation. Al devar kevod and for what reason? Do it for the sake of your honor, for of your name. Vehatzilenu, and save us. Vechaper al hatotenu lemaan shemecha, and give us cover for our sins, for the sake of your name. Why? Because if you don't, then the goyim are going to say, why should they say, Aye elohehem? Where is their God? Yivada ba goyim leenenu. Let it be known in the, amongst the goyim and to our eyes the vengeance that you bring for the blood of your servant that has been spilled. Always goes about the name of Hashem. It's always the name of Hashem. It's incredible. Uh, one of the themes that we this must is, have seen is, 20 times we've seen this theme. This is, this is, in, uh, in the in constant theme. Yes. Yeah, we, we should do like a, at the end when we finish. <laughs> We should do a wrap-up of some of the main themes that you see throughout the entire team. This would be maybe one of the most prominent. It's all about the respect of Hashem. I see another theme that we've seen, that we've seen multiple times, is that after the suffering is over, the one who is now cleared of his suffering publicly pronounces the glory of God. We've seen that theme. We've seen the theme of the recognition of God's greatness through looking at the natural world. We've seen that multiple times also. Yeah, there are many, many themes. Okay. Let the cries of the one who is locked come before you, meaning the one who is trapped, the prisoner. Prison. Let the, the, his cries come before you. Like, as according to the, the greatness of your strength, please free the ones who are destined to be killed. People that are like waiting on death row. Right? Free the people that are waiting on death row. Please return to our enemies seven times uh, back for the, what they did. I'm trying to see what this word means. His neighbors. 
Yeah, the neighbors, meaning the, the neighbors who are attacked us. Yes. Right. into their bosom, their insult. Right. Return against them seven times unto them, unto their body or their chest, what they've done. What? Seven times more than the, than the shame that they brought upon you, that they, that they blasphemed against you. We are your nation, the sheep that you guide. We will thank you forever, for generation after generation. We will sing your praises. Which is a fascinating way to end the Mismar, because with, with everything said, it's, it's a tefillah for God to please save B'nai Israel in times of destruction and to move his anger onto the enemies of the people that are no better than we are for, your, for, your for the sake of your name. But at the end, and we don't get the response. We don't say, it doesn't say, and I know that God will protect us, blah, blah, blah. It just says, and we, with all of this, we will always be grateful. We will always be your whatever people. You, whatever. We will always thank you forever. Which is, it's interesting that he says that line without uh, there being any salvation. Right? There's, no, there's no part of the more in which we see salvation coming. We don't know the outcome. We don't know the outcome, but we're still saying, we are, whatever we are, it's going to be. We are your sheep that you guide and we will thank you forever and we will always tell your praises. It's a, it's a beautiful ending. <laughs>